You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. I'll let you guys in on a little secret. Everyone has placed Io Shirai on this unattainable pedestal. She's so great. She's untouchable. She's the best. Shirai solidifying her status as the best on the planet. Yeah, right. I figured out how to beat her. Oh, my God. Blindsided by Dakota Kai. Best path to success is getting inside your opponent's head. Deja Vu all over again. Dakota Kai attacking the NXT Women's Champion. I'm inside Io's head, and she's in Dakota territory right now. Kai showing high ring IQ to make sure she gets under the skin of Io Shirai. I've outsmarted you so-called genius. Manipulative, egotistical, selfish, calculating. I've done everything on my own to get to where I am right now. On the GTK, Dakota Kai is on her way to take over. She is the number one contender. I don't need friends or former friends, enemies or associates or insurance policies. It's all about the gold, the NXT Women's Championship. At TakeOver 30, I beat Io Shirai. And your captain becomes new NXT Women's Champion. It's a brand new episode of What Comes Next, Cinema Geekly's NXT companion podcast. It's Anthony and Jacqueline. We're back to talk more NXT on the WWE and USA Networks. Uh, It is their uh, 572nd episode of NXT, and uh, they're bringing the controversy this week. So much. Boy, are they. Uh, But here's one thing that's not controversial, Jacqueline, uh, is, at least maybe, maybe it's not, I don't know. Uh, we're doing Jacqueline's notes again because Jacqueline's notes are better than my notes, and I have to read, <laughs> I have to read two set. Mine are more detailed notes, but I have more yeah. fun with Jacqueline's notes. I have a lot of questions in mind, so it's yes, fun. <laughs> uh, no, it is good. Uh, so to me, this is a, the least controversial thing um, because uh, I have to I have to read my wrestling notes for. Um, for the AEW show. And for me, it is difficult to watch pro wrestling and take notes like, uh, like really, uh, like long winded yeah. notes. Like, cause I have to write things out and wrestling goes by so quick. You have to cover so much that happens and there's a lot to write. And it's a very long drawn out process for me and I hate it. And therefore, I think I'm going to just take maybe minor notes and instead okay. just live in Jacqueline's world. Uh, for NXT. <laughs> We're taking a weird turn here, folks. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, are you ready to dive in? Sure. Okay. 
So I don't know exactly how this match or how this episode starts, uh, but uh, the first match is um, Karrion Cross versus Danny Birch. Yes. Because um, Cross went after Birch at the end of last week, and he's just making everybody angry. Laid him out, yeah. Yeah. So um, Birch super angry here, maybe hangry, who knows, and taking it all (laughs) out on Cross. Come to think of it, Birch is always angry. So is Cross. Quite the matchup. Cross picking Birch up while in a hold and then getting thrown on his head. That looked really nasty. Like, it was very well done. Mm-hmm. Birch keeps getting knocked down and just keeps getting back up. Until now, has him in like a half Nelson thing and Birch goes to sleep. Not a bad match. Had some fun moments. Poor Birch. That's all I got. Yeah, it was a pretty I don't short know. It was a very short match. I don't know what um, Karrion Cross's... Ho- it's like the go to sleep. The cross or the jacket. jacket. Yeah. Cross whatever. It looks like a half Nelson, right? Isn't that what this is? Yeah, kind Basically. of with like a choke. Yeah. 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 So that's the match. <laughs> there was not much to this. <laughs> no. Uh, this was just Danny Birch being led to the slaughter to make Karrion Cross look good on his way towards his championship match. But there is a. Yeah. It was fine for what it was. Uh, I, I went two mm-hmm. stars. I went two and a quarter. Oh, okay. Uh, Uh, Grapple 2.29. Yeah, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. We got this. They're with you. All right. So after the match, Keith Keith Lee comes out. Yes. And here's a real question I have. Why is everyone calling each other a little bitch? It's happened twice. (laughs) I wonder if some of this has to do with the fact that AEW, on AEW, people can say shit. Oh, maybe you, you get two. You get two shits an episode. Uh, gotcha. You get one in the first hour, one in the second hour, or uh, sometimes uh, AEW saves their shits and has one guy say shit twice oh. in one segment. But they're very edgy in this regard, and uh, mm. they cannot say s words or f words on the USA Network. But apparently, you can say bitch, so they will call each other bitch all the live long bitchy. day. Yeah. But here's the th- there's two things. So they've used this. They've used little bitch now twice. They um, Pat McAfee used it last week, yes. and now Keith Lee used it. And I'm like, that just doesn't seem right. Yeah. Right. Like it just wasn't. I don't know. Also, let's get creative with our insults here. Like you don't have to call him a little bitch. You yeah. can think of other things. You can mm-hmm. use demon person or. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't use that one, but you know, like you can use, you know, demonic yes. sayings or something. Sir, I you're a, a wrestler of ill repute. I will tell you what, though, my favorite, and we're getting into a tangent, I understand, but my favorite non-profane insult is, did someone drop a house on your sister? <laughs> because of the Wicked Witch. Yes. Yeah, exactly. We can use, we can think outside the box here. Yes. Anyway. Uh. That's that's my only thing on that because I'm over this already. Yes. Um. So, so we have our takeover match set. Um. Keith Lee spoke to William Regal. Woohoo. Yes. Um. I don't think Cross signed on the line. So Keith Lee signs the or gives the them the contract to sign and yes. Carrie Cross takes it and he signs like in the middle of the page. Okay. And I'm just gonna say <laughs> no legal document is one page and has a signature line in the middle. In the middle. I did not buy that. This does not also, live up to reality. No. Also, how was he holding his pen? He was holding it all kinds of weird. Then it made sense. <laughs> See, because, this is why I'm glad you're taking notes. I would not have written this down. <laughs> because 
Then Keith Lee takes it back, opens it up, and poof, there's like a fireball in his face. Yes, magic. Evil magic. Magic. Ooh. Um, and so it begs the question, why is everyone going after Keith Lee's eyes? First Johnny Gargano with the keys, now this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saying, I feel like this is a regular obsession with WWE because apparently yeah, Seth they, Rollins they, also has a thing with people's eyeballs. Well, they had the, they had some, it was like the, I forgot what it was called, but the like. eye for an eye match. Poke, uh, yeah, you had to poke someone's eye. I'm like, this is so stupid. Anyway. And then he uh, then he tried to take out Alistair Black's eyeball as well, apparently. So this is like a, maybe this is just a Vince kick. Like he's just like, oh, there's nothing more gruesome than tearing out someone's eyeball. You know, I mean, really, if you want to scare someone, why don't you have them lose their sense of hearing too? Like, I don't know, think of something <laughs> different. There's five senses, buddy. Remove their Go sense of smell. One. Like, yeah. that's unsettling to me if you can't smell anything. Right? Right? Um, so Might make Keith, them think they have COVID or something. See? That's yeah. terrifying. <laughs> right? Use the pandemic. Um, <laughs> that's how you use so, it in your favor. Yeah. So, uh, lots of medical people coming out yes. here. Keith, just not wanting any of it. Although, I will note, um, the medics were wearing masks. Yeah, good for so. them. Only thing I bought about them being medics. Yes. Um, next up, uh, Drake Maverick comes out. So you're thinking, hey, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Cruiserweight match. But no, then Killian Dane comes yes. out. The opposite of a cruiserweight. So now there's two questions going on here at the beginning, at the top of the match. Why are there? So there are side by side pictures happening where you see Keith Lee. Yes. Not really doing much of anything, but like there's medical people around him and there's like a lot of noise happening and no dialogue. Yes. Yeah. And then you have the match happening. And like, so again, we're drawing focus from the match. I was very confused. I don't yes. know why that happened. I did not like it. Also, don't put a match on. <laughs> yes. You want me to pay attention to that. Okay. Yes. Second question is though, who booked this match? Because Maverick probably is going to die, right? Yeah. That's all I thought at the beginning. Yes, uh, I have no idea why they booked this match, and I had even less idea why they did what they did after, once the match started. So, I mean, I don't have any notes about what happened from the time the match started, because um, I could not pay attention to it with the side-by-side. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, So we're back from commercial and still not in the match. We're still, like, a whole bunch of stuff is happening on the side. And then all of a sudden, Undisputed Era comes in, Yes. Um, Drake goes flying to the outside. Um, Killing Dane looking unfazed. Undisputed Era not really looking like they're good guys after going after Drake here. Like, right. So not really sure what's happening. Yes. Um, <laughs> Strong is going after Dane. And here's the thing. Probably the only match I'd want to see with Killian Dane mm-hmm. going up against Roderick Strong. I feel like that could be fun. Kyle paces around like a panther um, and interrupting a match just for an Adam Cole promo. I will say, I do love me an Adam Cole promo, but that was dumb. Yes. <laughs> like, not okay. So, and all it is setting up is that next week we get a Pat McAfee and Adam Cole conversation. Yes. Yep. But... Honestly, I'm kind of surprised Adam Cole wasn't like, you have to go up against Bobby Fish first. Like, I mean. Well, he's not the. okay. so here's the thing. And this will also further confuse you. Uh, Great. People on people on the Twitter machine asked Adam to look at. Yes, they asked Adam Cole, who's supposed to be the baby face in this feud with you and Pat McAfee. And he responded to his credit and goes, 
Uh, no, he goes, uh, I think it's clear that I am supposed to be the baby face. And Did he really say that? Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Uh, and that makes it... It was... That makes it all Sorry. the that makes it all the less clear as to why Undisputed Era came out and beat up on other Drake clear Maverick. good guy Drake Maverick and made them seem like jerks, which is why he shouldn't say you have to face Bobby Fish first because that's something a bad guy would do. Like, oh. I, I don't know what they're doing here. I don't know. And this also, is very confusing. Also, do you remember when Drake was unceremoniously fired with all of those other people because of the pandemic, even though they didn't have to be fired because WWE yeah. makes so much money? And then he cut that promo on the internet where it was so heartfelt yeah, and everybody felt sad. bad for him. And then they brought him back and then they put him to the like put him through to the end of that cruiserweight tournament. And now he's out here fighting Killian Dane and then Killian the match Dane? just ends. Yeah. What is happening? Drake deserves better. What happened to my yeah, NXT? Better. Yes, what happened to my <laughs> NXT, Jacqueline? <laughs> I don't know. Well, this is still I don't te- know. this is still technically a match. I gave it a half a star. Oh, I didn't even grade it. So, <laughs> I guess cuz I was like I don't even know what's happening. There's it lost my focus. Uh and, Grapple could not even muster one star. 0.91. Yeah. Well, yeah, it wasn't a match. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Whew. Next, uh, we get uh, a well-matched match uh, in uh, Santos Escobar versus Tyler Breeze. Yes, so, your main event for the evening. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, and after uh, you found out who's in the in the main event, this truly was your real main event of the evening. It was. It was. Yes. Um. So, uh, Escobar. So, uh, sorry. So Breeze comes out first, and he's looking super sultry, but also angry. And it's okay. I'm okay with that one. Is that an easy it look to pull off, well. by the way? No, yeah. I don't think it is. But he, like, he balances very well. Yeah. Um, Escobar comes out, and at first I'm like, why is he by himself, right? Like, Because he was coming he was like coming down the ramp by himself, and then it's like, oh, wait, there are his guys. Like, But he did wave them off. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like, I got this. So, um, so match starts, and Escobar just dominating here early. Uh and I love that they talk about Legado del Fantasma like they are the mafia, like yes. the um, the the announcers here. And um, so, to their credit, I think they're really doing a good job of building them up this way. Yes. Um, Bree's still getting beat up here. Not a very flashy match, but a lot of hits. Uh, Escobar using his shoulder to take out Breeze and then getting him into the apron, onto the apron, I think is what I meant there. Yeah. Anyway, um, Escobar continuing his dominance here over Breeze, but Breeze wiggling out of it. He like he like actually like shimmied at some point to get out of a move. I don't know what any of these things are called, but that's what it looked like to me. Yes. Breeze got a low kick in there as he takes control. I never understand why someone just stands bent over in the middle of the ring while the other person goes off the ropes. Like, why do they stand there? Oh, well, their stomach like, hurts so bad, their, Jacqueline. They cannot straighten. With their hands on their knees. Yes, they, oh, they're they're heaving. Yeah. They're trying to catch their breath. They can't straighten their back. Uh, they're in a lot of pain. It just, but it never ends well. Like, do we never learn from history here? No, it doesn't. And, and wrestlers really should try to shorten the gap between the the bend and the the move off the ropes because the longer you wait the the more it looks yeah. like the dude's just waiting to get hit with the move yeah, so you don't want to do exactly that. you want to and that's to, what that one looks like yeah you want to try to shorten that window exactly uh while and mendoza come out to distract and escobar wins yes with a phantom driver 
his finisher. Yes. Which is really cool. I yeah. like this match. I thought it was fun. I thought this was I thought this was okay. Uh, as you noted, it was not overly flashy. Uh, Breeze is very solid in the ring. Uh, Escobar is also very solid in the ring. Uh, they didn't mesh as well as I thought they would. I'm, Escobar can can he does okay when he's not doing uh, a lot of lucha, but he really shines when he's doing lucha, which is lucha. why I'm excited that they're going to do him and uh, Swerve because I feel they were like in lucha underground together. Right? They were in they were both in lucha underground together, uh, and I, I believe they wrestled each other a few times. And uh, mm-hmm. Swerve can do lucha very well, and I think they're I think they're uh, better suited and more well matched for, for each other. other. But yeah, I uh, gave this two and a half stars. By the way, I gave it three. Okay. Yeah, I enjoyed it. A grapple liked it less than either of us. Two point two eight stars. Wow, grapple, grapple, not here for the cruiserweight or the lightweight. I don't know what they're called. Cruiserweights. Um, cruiserweights. So after the match, though, obviously everyone is getting into it, and Fandango comes out and he yes. brings a broom. Um, As and he you separates. Do. He separates the actual brush part from the handle and uses the handle as a weapon. Yes. I, thought it was, I don't know why. I thought that was super funny because he just like took the time to break the broom. We don't need this going. part. Yes. Yeah. But it was fine. Um, and then Swerve comes out for the save and uh, setting up a match here, um, which they announced later. I don't know when, but we are getting a three-on-three tag team next week. Um, and yeah. the other thing I will say um, about Swerve, he did beat Escobar in the cruiserweight uh, brackets. Yes, so, the only person I think maybe that defeated yeah. him. Uh, so, and I feel like this could be maybe setting up like a six-man tag for TakeOver or something. But I'd rather see no, the one-on-one one title match. I thought they're doing the six-on-six six six next week. Oh, they might be, yeah. Again, I mean, my main event. Yeah, they should be doing the title match at TakeOver. That makes sense. I think they're doing the title match at TakeOver. Yeah. On a tangent, you know what I don't think they're doing on TakeOver is hmm. it the tag team titles, but we can talk about that later. Yeah. Um, all right, we get a Dakota Kai video package here. Uh, she mentions how she doesn't need friends, associates, or something else. Um, so the big that begs the question, uh, do we no longer have Raquel Gonzalez? She hasn't been around. Around. They, she is not. They've made note of, they've made note of this in, in recent weeks. So Have they? Uh, yeah, they, they've mentioned a couple of times that she she hasn't needed, uh, what are they calling her, Big Mommy Cool, Raquel Gonzalez. I, uh, I believe uh, Moro has called her that a few times. Um, but I guess my, like, but where'd, where'd she go? What happened? Yeah, I have well, no idea what's happening. Like it feels like sometimes these people just vanish. Yeah. Yeah. Chelsea Green? Oh, she's completely, completely vanished as Chelsea Green. And Vanessa Bourne's been like, she's she should be on like milk cartons by now. She's been yeah. like, she's been gone for a while. They're all joining Retribution, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe. Boy. Anyway, so that's so that's setting up because we have Dakota versus EO at uh, TakeOver. Yep. So now we have um, Indy Hartwell versus Mia Yim. Mm-hmm. So Mia Yim being stopped backstage before the match to being asked about Keith Lee and his um, his being taken to the hospital. I didn't like that. I did not think it needed to happen. Like, let her do her thing. Yeah. Be in her headspace. Like, you don't need to, to, you know, be in her head before a match. Like, let her address it and then move yes. on. Yes. People. Yes. Rude. Rude. Very rude. Host. 
All right. Got some holds here first, but uh, Mia picking it up and putting out some big moves. Indy now getting some offense in, but Mia having none of it. Indy with a big side slam. I actually put a, the name of a move in, guys. Well done. Um, <laughs> Indy bringing the hold back here, but Mia powering up with Indy on her back and dropping Indy. Uh uh, Mia just tosses Indy to the ground. Um, there was a whole lot of crazy stuff. Just like M- Mia was really just overpowering this girl here, and it was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, then some big moves, putting Indy into this crazy hold where Indy's head is between Mia's legs and her arm is up in the air. I honestly didn't know what was happening here. Me either. Um, <laughs> But it was kind of it was different. Um, and then uh, Mia obviously won. Um, it was to me. It wasn't the sh- her their strongest match. Well, no, it wasn't Mia's strongest match. But I had fu- I thought it was kind of fun. I thought it was fun. I thought, and the reason for that is because I thought it was almost a little experimental. Mm-hmm. I kind oh. of en- I kind of yes. enjoyed it. Um, why is Indy Hartwell still on the show? Like she's, it feels like she's been on the show every week for like a month, and she loses mm-hmm. all the time. Where are all these other women? Like you, you keep putting this lady on here, and she keeps losing in pretty decisive fashion, as well. Um, it's just weird to me. I keep thinking about it in those under those conditions. Somebody yeah. there must really like her, but it feels weird that she keeps appearing uh, every yeah. week. Where's Zia Lee? Mm-hmm. Where's and, Santana even? Uh, I don't know. I'm not digging. I like Mia, but I'm not digging Indy Hartwell. Um, Mm-mm. She yeah, she just doesn't do it for me. But Mia tried her best. I went one and three quarters stars. Oh wow, I went a lot higher. I went two and a half. Oh wow, okay. I mean, but yeah. you're like, but you like Mia, and you're supporting. I do. You're supporting Mia supporting in this Mia. regard. Uh, Grapple liked it to the tune of one point six three stars. Ooh, they didn't even okay. like it as much as I did. All right, fine, guys. But yeah. I don't know. I thought Mia was trying some things out there. She. Le- whatever she had her hair in a ponytail for the first time she was serious yeah hair up and square up as they say yeah i haven't heard that before i'm gonna start using that i think that was um, uh sonia deville's uh catchphrase oh i like it boy she's been like through a her. rough week have you heard that news <laughs> she getting her head shaved or something no oh my god uh no uh this is way more interesting than nxt uh, and I guess breaking news oh, to Jacqueline. You heard about yes, it. Okay. No, I did hear about this. You want to know why? Because hmm. she lives in Tampa. Yeah. I'm sure it made the news. <laughs> it did. Well, she lives in Lutz, which is out, just outside of Tampa. But yeah, yeah. poor Sonia. Like, Dude was in her broke house. into her house. To kidnap her. <gasps> yeah. Yep. Oh, poor lady. Unbelievable. Poor, poor, I mean, I I'm feel glad so she's, bad. I'm glad she's okay. Me too. Me too. I'm, and I'm glad he's arrested. Yes, Oof. don't become famous, anyway. anybody. Or That's... get a dog if you guard dog if you Jesus, do. I don't yes. know. Yes, <laughs> oh, get like a million dogs. Maybe that guy should have got a dog or something, like anything. Get help, get friends. Uh, yes. Okay. All right. Anyway. Oh, poor Sonia. Uh, there is a, I believe there is a, they did a Finn Balor promo. Oh, yeah. I don't even have notes on this. He's going to win the, he's going to win the ladder match after he wins the other match. That is, that is my solid prediction. Yes, I hope he does. I don't see, I don't see who else it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, although I don't know. Well, we all know that Johnny Gargano doesn't win his match because he got hurt, but that's besides the point. Um, 
So now we have um, Reed versus Priest. So yes. preview of the ladder match. Yes. Uh, it was super slow to begin with, but mm -hmm. Priest realizing that Reed is a competitor and like no one to take lightly. Um, Priest getting in some hits and ready to leap. Oh, and ready to leapfrog over Reed. Priest getting in some kicks now. So hits to kicks. Whoa. Yes. Uh, Reed taking Priest to the ground and out of the ring. We're back and still not much action. Reed takes Priest down midair. Reed holding Priest like he's about to walk over. Mm. Oh, walk over a threshold and taking yes. Priest out. I, I was like, why did I put threshold there? It's because it's like the, the doorway. I get he it. Carry, he's carrying um, him over the threshold <laughs> on their wedding night. Yeah. Uh, Priest coming in with some big strikes and flipping it onto Reed. Priest trying for the suplex here and gets it on the second try. Reed bringing Priest down, probably one of the best back and forths we've had in a while here. I actually did really enjoy their back and forth. Mm -hmm. Big kick by Priest and then Reed getting him and Priest moving out of the way. Maybe too late. Oh yeah, Reed goes to jump off the rope onto Priest and Priest like rolls out of the way. Yeah. It did not look great i think he might they might have caught each other yeah um but it's fine um as reed splashes onto the match reed wins with a reversal and cool roll up glad yes. he won going into the ladder match i was mm -hmm. actually really surprised that that was the outcome yes I me too. shouldn't be but uh i was excited they're putting a little bit behind him i think they want to give you the impression that this guy might win the match i don't think he's gonna but mm -mm. i think it's nice to do like those little teases in there like this guy has a lot of momentum behind him he's been winning matches lately um, yeah, I liked it, and I thought they they worked really well together. And even though it was a little slow at first, I thought it really did pick up by the end. And yeah. uh, I went three stars. I did too. And I'm going to add to that. What I did like about this match a lot is that um, usually the matches are very formulaic, where it's like this guy dominates, then this guy dominates, yes. only to have this guy come back and win. And this yes. match did not have that for me, and so I think that's why, to me, this was fun. Yes. Uh, hey, look who's back, Jacqueline. Grapple 3.05. Wow, okay, we're all right there. Hey, not so bad after all. You, you yeah. We can't stay mad at you for long, Grapple. No. <laughs> so then we get a Cameron Grimes video, and all I have about this is he is so annoying, but I laughed a lot because of how bizarre it was. <laughs> don't even know <laughs> what weird. happened, but it's crazy. She's like, Ur! I don't even know what he does. He's insane. <laughs> uh, also, I want to note there was an EO Shirai video where she talked about how mm. uh, Dakota Kai used to be very scared of Shayna Baszler, and if she was scared mm. of Shayna, she's going to be very scared of EO. Because um, EO is like way scarier than Shayna, although I don't know if that's true. But a case could be made. They're scary in yeah. different ways. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, EO is scarier because she, she'll fly at you. Yes. Shayna will I mean, punch your brains. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then snap your arms or legs. Yes. Yep. Pretty she much, is, she so. is scary. All right. Next match. Women's tag team action. Yes. We have Kaden Carter and Casey Catanzaro versus Mercedes Martinez and Aaliyah, the only person in here with one name. Yes. Um, <laughs> so uh, I have Casey taking down Robert Stone. I guess she got him early on in the match. Oh, she turned um, him. She turned him down because he tried to oh, recruit her into the Robert Stone brand. That's right. Maybe that's what you were going for. That's probably. And she was like, "Get out of here." 
Um, I think she Casey did Kane, take him down, actually. But she might have. I yeah. feel. I feel like he's taken a lot of hits, and he's great at it. Yes, I want he him is. to continue getting hit in the face or the foot, whatever it is. Yes. It works for him. Um, Casey and Caden showing that they are a strong team, uh, and their gear is matching now. Yes, they are Team Ninja, or at least that's what Casey is calling them on Twitter. Oh, really? Yes. I think we could do better than that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, she was an American Ninja Warrior, but... You know. I know. Uh, Aaliyah's taking a lot here early as far as a beating. Mm. Um, Martina's coming in hot. Mara speaking over and cutting off Beth. I want to know what Beth was going to say about Caden's training, because we never went back to it. Yes. I don't um, remember either. Uh, all the, What they would be referring to, I mean. Yeah. So, it just... Anyway, just a note. Um, Mercedes just using her strength here, and Aaliyah coming in thinking she's all that, and Kaden kicking her out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aaliyah back in, and Kaden has been in for a long time now. Casey finally back in and almost taking down Mercedes. The ref has lost all control. Uh, yes. I don't know what happened. I think they're all just in the, the ring, uh, just wailing on each other. Mm-hmm. Mercedes with the air raid crash to win it for the Robert Stone brand. Yes. Woo! Um. Yeah. I like this, actually. Um, I did, too. I thought it was kind of weird and fun. I hate that Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter, but especially Casey, keeps being used in a position to just make other people look good. I am, I'm actually uh, noticing a lot of, like, I don't know, micro-improvements in Casey, like in how smooth some of her transitions are, especially when they were doing some of those double teams in the corner early on with her and Caden, how they were kind of coming in and out, and uh, they were doing that swiftly and smoothly. Like, I'm seeing a lot of those little tiny improvements that, uh, like, example for example, Aaliyah. Aaliyah has been there for a long time. Uh, Mm -hmm. When they did the, I think, the, I want to say it was called Breaking Ground or Proving Ground or something. They did a documentary series on NXT. Uh, okay. And at that time, it was at the tail end of Bailey and Sasha Banks' run in NXT. Okay. And Aaliyah was just starting there. So now you know how long she's been in NXT for. It's been a oh, few yeah. years. And she looks the same now as she did when she started. She does not look oh. like she has made a lot of leaps and bounds and improvements in her mechanics. And uh, Casey, who has been there less than half of that time, I'm seeing fairly regular improvements with like a, li- mm-hmm. a like a lot of the tiny things that only super dorky wrestling nerds like me notice when you've been watching it for years and years and years. But I'm I'm seeing her get smoother, and the same with Caden as well. Actually, I think they're they kind of right. have this rubbing off effect on each other. I think they're both. Uh, coming along really well and I would mm-hmm. really like to see them do more with them especially uh, since I think that they could be uh, an attraction to younger viewers especially little girls I think we've said this a million times who could like see themselves in a team yes. of two women who are smaller than uh, the average woman but are really mm-hmm. good athletes and look cool doing it like that's what gets yeah. people into this in the first place like that's like, is the athleticism. Yeah. The other thing, too, is that I think it's time for the women's tag team titles to come to NXT. Mm-hmm. And so I think they, I think building up their tag team division on the women's side, they need the men's side, too. But yeah. on the women's side, I think it's just smart business. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, on the other hand, I think it's smart to put Mercedes, Mar- Mercedes Martinez with Aaliyah because 
Mercedes, all of Mercedes experience in there uh, mm-hmm. kind of makes up for what Aaliyah lacks. And this isn't to say that Aaliyah is terrible, but she is, I, th- I would, I, I would say, no, oh, go ahead. I think she takes it very well. Mm-hmm. I think she, um, I think she, the way, um, I think she sells moves very well. I think she plays, I guess, so I guess she plays defense really well in that regard. Like, yeah. and I think that has improved. Yeah. I I would say I would find her to be average like in the ring like mm-hmm. not everybody's going to be great. Um but I think all of Mercedes experience kind of makes up for all Helps. of that. At the end, uh even though I did not like the ending of the match, I went two and a half. I wish they would have given more to Casey and Caden and uh I'd like to see them actually win some matches sometime. I got two and three quarters. Okay. Uh Grapple liked it less than both of us 2.43. Oh, it's barely. It's right there. Yeah, I know it's right there, but I mean, um, okay. So after the match, uh, Rhea comes out. Um, Aaliyah and Robert Stone run away from her, but Mercedes just waits there for it. Oh yes, she's like she's ready. She's um, not scared. And then Shots, no, and then Shotzi Blackheart comes out to help Rhea. So I think we're seeing uh, uh, some alliances being drawn here in the women's division. So yes, um, yeah, that's all I have. Then we get another at home with the uh, Gargano Larrays. So we're yes. in the house, and um, Wait, are they officially have... the Gargano Larrays now? Are they hyphenated, or is this just a you thing? That's just a me thing. They have to, whatever you have different last names. I'm going to call you that. I like it. I like it better the... this way. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going I'm to respect both of your names. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I don't have much here. I have two things. Um, they have a cute puppy first. Yes, and Candace was reading a story, reading, too. Yeah, as you do. Um, and the other thing is, um, I don't know if you caught this, but um, I think Johnny Gargano referred to himself as the Wednesday night, like with a K. Oh, I did. That's funny. That's funny. I, <laughs> I was like, also, I really hope this is their, where, like, their house where they live, because it looks like, mm-hmm. I love it. I don't know. He's yeah. like on a ladder for some practicing for his ladder match. Yes, he's, 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 not replacing even a, he's replacing a light bulb, I guess. Yes. And then Candace, though, I mean, man, I can't wait for her and Io to go go at it for the women's title. Same. They have, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I've been ready for this for like a year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, since like they they had that takeover match in Portland, I want to say it Oof. was back when there still was, were crowds. That feels like six years ago. Um, yeah, I don't remember when it was, but it was a while ago, and th- back when EO was a true heel. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah. Holy so cow. it's gonna be good. All right, so now we are into our uh, last match of the evening. Um, yes. A triple, th- the triple threat match. Um, yes. So uh, I will go ahead and put out uh, a what's the word I'm looking for. Um, uh, a spoiler disclaimer, or, a, or disclaimer. Disclaimer. Yes. disclaimer. That's it. So I read spoilers um, because I can't wait. Um, and I, so I knew who was going to be the, uh, uh, the third person in this match going into this. Very disappointed. Um, and so throughout this, I uh, only refer to Kushida and Grimes by name. Yes. So um, totally that, fine yeah. with me. Yep. So Grimes and Kushida having a moment in the ring. I really like Kushida and think he deserves a bigger push. Kushida just flying everywhere. And it, it it was just like him doing everything in the beginning here. Like he was doing yeah. so much. I, it was his match. It really was. 
Um, everyone down now after being kicked to the face. Uh, Grimes getting flipped out of the ring. I wish there was a real crowd here, um, just so that uh, everyone can hear the reactions to mm-hmm. uh, some of the wrestlers, because I think it would be very different um, than having the wrestlers cheer for themselves. That's just in a side note. Uh, Grimes looks like those. Oh, <laughs> yes. Grimes looks like those Geico cavemen from back in the day. Do you remember? <laughs> I do remember the Geico cavemen. Doesn't he kind of look like one? Anyway, yeah. I well, I mean, uh, one of his characters was God. What, what was his name? Like the, um, like the South Carolina caveman or something. It was something. He had a caveman Let's nickname. See. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not that far off. No. Um, once again, Kushida flying, and uh, he and Grimes uh, in the ring with the coolest kick to Grimes's face, yes. which we all want to do. Um, flip off the top rope into the arm bar. Kushida just amazing, amazing, and then catching the other into an arm bar. Uh, Kushida just reversing everyone into a hoverboard lock, and Grimes coming in to take everyone out. Damn it. Kushida doesn't even get to get into the second uh, chance match uh, because he gets pinned here. Yeah, um, what a shame. And it was because he it was like he, he did everything in this match. <laughs> yeah, this was the Kushida match for sure. So it was super disappointing just because I was like, he did, he deserves so much better. Um, I have, there's so many issues with it, with this match, but I just thought he did so great. So I gave him his own score. Oh, you got the Kushida score, the Kushida scale. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Kushida got a three and a half. Okay. Um, He was amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Kushida is awesome. Uh, It's a shame that they would rather do something with other guy as other guy has not been good since he returned and I'm not talking about this return. I'm talking about the previous return. Um, Mm. He has not been good. It's a shame because Kushida is amazing. And all I can think about when I see Kushida now is those, uh, do you remember those video packages they did for him with like his kid and everything? Like, I just want to see Kushida succeed. That's all. Yeah. Um, He should not be. Yeah. He he, deserves better. He's awesome. He needs to be protected as the kids say, but that's something they also say in pro wrestling as well. So uh, protect Kushida. And uh, Cameron Grimes, of course, is is great. He's uh, I remember at first when I was not really sold on Cameron Grimes, but I, uh, I I was sold on him when he was Trevor Lee when he was not in WWE. <clears throat> so um, I was going to say fun story. Um, we we get Pluto TV yes. now and um, they play old um, impact impact. Yeah. So we so there was an imp- so my husband had impact on. He doesn't. He didn't really know too much about the characters, and it's old. And all of a sudden, the name Trevor Lee comes up, and I'm like, I know that name. And he's like, yes. What? I'm like, It's Cameron Grimes. Yes. <laughs> like I knew I knew it. <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, I liked it. I liked him as as Trevor Lee, but it took a little bit for for him to find his footing as Cameron Grimes. But he's like this bombastic redneck sort of. Yeah. Uh, which is a fun character because that's usually not how the the redneck or the hillbilly is played um he is very over the top and uh he can often be fun with the right opponent in the ring and yes. i like him and kushida together and uh justice for kushida i gave this match three stars i did too uh but kushida gets a three and a half by himself on the kushida scale a three and on a the half. kushida scale uh grapple yes. gives it 2.98 all right so, oh right my god there. This is one of the closest episodes we've had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, minus being way off on the on that on that uh, Indy Hartwell match. Uh, I think. Look, well, I think that was you great. and I. You and I were really far off on that one, but yeah. Um. Okay, so you know what? Not a bad, 
not a bad show, uh, all in all. And uh, some questionable uh, business management uh, in how you deal with uh, problems with employees that work for you. But all of that aside, as a show, uh, this was a pretty good show for the most part. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm, we're, I don't think we are going to talk about the Wednesday night rating wars anymore because it's no. the battle is is lost. But I do want to say this. This is something that I do find interesting. Uh, while for the most part, AEW and NXT have kind of come back to the norms for them, uh, for their, their ratings, ratings numbers uh, and okay. their demo numbers, uh, Raw and SmackDown continue to struggle mightily. Uh, so it is it, not the pandemic. It is the shows being bad. Yeah, they're really bad. And uh, for the first time uh, ever, AEW defeat had defeated Raw and SmackDown, I believe, in the key demographic numbers. Wow. Uh, which is... Uh, they don't have the, the viewership, the total viewership numbers, because WWE has those... Uh, those 50 plus or whatever. Um, They have the old people watching in in droves. But when it comes to the money, the the money number, uh, AEW is beating Raw and even more impressively SmackDown because that is on Fox, which is uh, a channel that like 20 million more homes get than have TNT or whatever. Um, Hmm. So that is just a mind boggling number that AEW is able to defeat WWE's flagship shows in under a year in the uh, in, in the key rating is I mean now granted these shows were not competing against each other this is just pure numbers this is what AEW did on a Wednesday this is what Smackdown did on a on a Friday but uh obviously if they were going head to head those numbers would be different but mm-hmm. AEW shouldn't be besting WWE's top shows in the 18 to 49s or whatever that's insane to me that they are doing that well uh and uh, a couple of weeks ago um we weren't here to discuss it but aew almost hit a million total viewers live wow i think they got to like nine hundred thousand something uh Good for them. so they are continuing to thrive in this environment so yes and here's what i'll say too though because um we have we do have raw and smackdown on um hulu that, yes. in the background sometimes yes and it is a shorter program so oh yeah, on Hulu they shorten. They don't. They don't show the whole thing. So I feel like people are like, okay, I'll just watch the highlights on Hulu. Like, yes, yep, yeah. I mean, I, I don't even watch the two or three I hours. I don't even watch. This is how bad it's gotten for me. I don't even listen to the podcasts that recap Raw and SmackDown anymore. Oh, so yeah, no. I don't even know what's happening on those shows at all. You, I could not tell you. Uh, I could give you some guesstimates on who I think some of the champions are, but I could not tell you who most of them are, Ooh, and I could definitely I know not tell who you some of them are. We can play that game next week. Okay, I will not go. I will not go look. I will just try my best to guess and see who has what now because I don't know. Uh, I honestly don't. I honestly don't know. Uh, my memory, I think, stops in April. So anything that's happened after April, I have no idea. So I don't. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's insane. That never used to be me, but that's where I am now. I went from uh, I went from a <laughs> diehard fan who watched Raw and taped it on my VHS, like uh, on on home video. I recorded every episode all the time. I used to do that all the time. Never missed an episode. To kind of missing it here and there. To missing it frequently. 
to not paying any attention to it, watching highlights, at least listening to podcast recaps of what happened every week. And I did that for years. I would listen to what happened on the shows for years. But in the last couple of months, I don't even listen to the recaps anymore. So (laughs) that's they find I think they finally wore me off. And you know what? For the better. I don't feel any yeah. desire to go back and, and pay attention. No, so. and and hopefully NXT does not continue in this uh, trajectory. Oh, uh, no, they, get, because, they find their yeah. footing again because... This has not been getting, good lately. Getting shaky. Yes. Getting real shaky. Um, well, next week's episode has the, uh, the two contenders matches. And mm-hmm. uh, it's... Uh, who is it? It's uh, Johnny Rich Gargano. Holland and Johnny and, Gargano. And uh, yeah. Finn Balor and uh, that guy. So mm-hmm. we know which one is the main event there. Uh, well, we know the one that's the actual it's main event. It's a six-man tag match. I think that's happening. The Legato <laughs> Del Fantasma. Uh, well, I'm going yeah. to go with Johnny and Ridge. What a name that is. That, the more I say it, the more it sounds like that's a porn star name to me. But Well, like, um, I mean, we all, we all know that one is too, so it's like- <laughs> Uh, all right, so that's the podcast for this week. Head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. And of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for What Comes NXT. Hit subscribe, and that way you can come back next time and hear us talk about more NXT on the WWE and USA Networks featuring Johnny Gargano versus Ridge Holland and or uh, Breezango and... Isaiah Swerve Scott versus uh, Elegato del Fantasma. 